Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. This episode, we bring you coverage of the IAPA Expo in Orlando, Florida, as we welcome in your host. Hello, enthusiasts. This is your host, Jessica Gardner, and we just finished day two and three of the IAPA Expo 2023, and we are here to tell you all about it. I am here with, once again, our podcast production manager, Corey Wooten. Corey, how are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Still having a blast here at IAPA and fun as always. And we also have a special guest with us today, Doug Perry, our ACE social media manager. How are you doing, Doug? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. How's your IAPA Expo been so far? It's been awesome. One of my, I think this is probably my favorite IAPA Expo that I've ever been to. Really? How come? I think, well, it's definitely the biggest, right? They have the most vendors that they've ever had. And it shows. It's like they've come back after the pandemic. And it's there's so much to see, so much to do, so much more I want to see. I know. Me too. And I can't believe there's only one day left. But let's get into these past two days for our listeners. So let's go to day two, okay? So this was Wednesday. And on Wednesday, one of the very first press conferences that happened was Sally Darkrise, our friend Sally. We love them over there. They, of course, we had talked a little bit about it in the first episode about their SpongeBob attraction that they had sort of unveiled for Circus Circus in Las Vegas. But what they announced at their press conference was that they will be having another one of these attractions in Turkey at the Land of Legends Park, which is just so great for them. So exciting. I stopped by the booth and I said hi to them over there, Lauren and John, and we had met them, remember Doug, at Treasure on the Ride Mm -hmm. and had a great time with them. So I was like, can you explain SpongeBob to someone who doesn't know SpongeBob? (laughs) I still don't know why you don't know SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I, How is that possible? I mean, I know of SpongeBob. I don't know that I've ever watched a full episode. You need to. I know. That's on me. It's so funny. It's just like one of those things, mm-hmm. you know? And so they sort of explained to me that in this attraction, Mr. Crab, which, oh my gosh, did you see that Mr. Crab animatronic that they have? It was so good. It was like a carnival barker. <laughs> he was talking. They had him on the floor. He's so great. And the storyline of it apparently is that Mr. Crab is always trying to make money, right? Just Jessica, Jessica, sorry to cut you off, but it's Mr. Krabs. What did, what did like I say? Krabs. Mr. Crab. It's Mr. Krabs. I've Krabs, never. Yes. Okay. All right. I am clearly not this. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. Okay. So Mr. Krabs wants to make money by doing carnival games. And so SpongeBob and Patrick decide that they're going to help him out or whatever. And so they're throwing Krabby Patties as like to win the games. And so there's that character, Plankton, who's always trying to steal the Krabby Patty recipe. So he thinks this is his big chance. And so he's going to try to get all the Krabby Patties, steal them from them and, and figure it out. So anyway, two of these being sold, pretty amazing. I also got the word from them that the attraction in Las Vegas will actually be outside of the Adventure Dome, which I thought was interesting. I think mm-hmm. that that tells me that it's not going to be part of the Adventure Dome admission, but maybe they'll do something at Circus Circus, like have a... <laughs> 
buy two, you know, a double yeah, combo ticket or they something. They should do that. They should, right? The next conference that happened on day two was Triotech. And Corey, you were there for that. Can you tell us about that and Superfly? I was. So yes, Triotech announced Superfly, which it looks really awesome. It's a unique combination of a dynamic simulator and flying theater enhanced with multi-sensory effects such as sense, leg ticklers, water, and wind. Um, <laughs> leg ticklers? Yes. Interesting. And you're sounds ki- like interesting. And you're, kind of, and you're standing during the whole attraction, right? Right. right. So you're standing like and it's it. a very... <laughs> <laughs> We normally don't do the podcast in person. And, uh, <laughs> interactive. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like a really innovative ride. I guess the best thing you could compare it to would be maybe Soren at Disney, but you're oh. standing up. It looks like it's going to be similar to that, but with the added effects. Uh, it will be debuting at Neb's Fun World, which is in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Did I hear a rumor that they showed Primordial, like video of like what actually <laughs> They happened? did, and had I not been on primordial i would have been covering my eyes but yeah they it was really cool because i guess they were saying something about they didn't officially have a media event for primordial when it opened at lagoon so this was their chance they had the crowd there and they showed us so many i won't give spoilers at all but yeah they showed the interior of the building and everything that happens and i was loving it it was really cool to see but yeah I wonder how Lagoon felt. <laughs> I know. I looked over toward the uh, the owners of Lagoon. My jaw dropped when I saw what they were showing. I, did, I you know, I like secrets and don't want to see everything. And I know that they do too. Well, that's a really glad. Interesting that it's standing. Did, yeah. you, did they show any footage of what it might look like? Yes, they did. They basically showed like an artist rendering of the ride. So you could see how all of the effects work. And you could see really just how immersive the ride itself was. That's cool. Wow. So next, I had right around that time, I was over meeting through our friend Yo Pool. Thanks, Yo. Introduced me to Anya and Benoit of a newer dark ride company called Bold Moves Now. I did an amazing interview with them. They were so fun to talk to. They just won a Brass Ring Award, but we have that interview that will be shown on our social medias coming up sometime in the next week or so, a couple weeks. We're not sure. We've got a lot of videos and so many things to show you. Our social media team, which if, if I must say while I'm sitting here with our social media manager, Doug Perry, has been just killing it this week. And we have so many interviews and things to show you. So make sure you are checking all of the social media. We're on Facebook. We're on, I say this every episode. Don't miss out on all of the amazing video that we've shown and Ace News has covered it so well. So make sure you're following at Ride with Ace or on TikTok, it's at ride underscore with underscore ace. But just search for ride with ace and you can find us. So be on the lookout for the bold moves now interview I did. I think you'll all really like hearing from them. They're a really cool dark ride company. Next, of course, we were going to talk about Ace giving the Gravity Group an honorary membership. Doug, you were there for that. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was so cool. Elizabeth Ringus, our Ace president, she presented the Gravity Group with the honorary <laughs> membership. There was, And it was a surprise for them. They didn't know, I don't think. And we had the whole thing planned out. And then we did group photos and Derek did an interview with Hunter Lawrence the engineer for the gravity group who's an ace member yeah so it was such a fun event it was toward the end of the day and it was like a great way to end that day 
you know, they have done such an amazing job preserving wooden coasters and keeping them alive, like Beast and Grizzly. It's absolutely well-deserved. And so welcome to Ace Gravity Group. And they were presenting, which I don't know if you talked about this the other day, but the lead car from the Bobcat coming to Six Flags Great Escape. Very cool. Very, very cool. Then that night, something special happened. And this is primarily why we needed to have Doug Perry here with us, because he saw it. He saw the Sky Elements drone show, and everybody who saw the drone show has been talking about it. Why, Doug? <laughs> I feel bad hyping it up so much, or I want to like downplay it for my friends who weren't there and give you, you know, FOMO or whatever. But it was like the coolest thing I've seen. It was first it was raining, so we weren't sure if it was gonna happen, but then all of a sudden someone kind of shrieked in the distance and we're like, <laughs> so right. like what's happening? So we all ran over there and they had this huge drone show there was like a dragon that looked like it was 100 feet tall battling a knight there was an astronaut flying in outer space there was all these cool like ribbons twisting in all different colors you'll have to look at the social media if you haven't seen it but yeah it was so impressive and it was like i didn't want it the show to end and that even though i was standing in the rain i didn't care i just wanted to get as close to it as possible that's so amazing i keep hearing from more and more parks that drones might be the way that they're going and moving away from fireworks. I remember Dollywood was talking to us about that and their amazing show was so wonderful. And Mm -hmm. this show that was here at IAPA Expo, like how cool is it that that it was here? They broke two Guinness World Records. Like what? Welcome to IAPA Expo. Like it's just absolutely crazy. They broke most drones to create a flag. And most- Yeah, it was a huge American flag that they had. American flag? Was it like waving? Or is it just? I actually the the shriek was yeah okay yeah. yeah. You saw it too, Corey. Yes, I was there with Doug. Oh. Why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, everybody. I'm leaving. No, we're, um, we're we did separate at like during the show because I went up like on the ledge. There were a lot of people standing on the ledge so that they could like record in the sky. But that also gave me a kind of fun perspective of seeing everything else that was going on with the people other people that were watching it like you could look around at all the tall hotel buildings and you could just see people standing in the windows just in awe but another thing that may or may not be on the safety side is it was above one of the roads that lead in to the convention center so there were cars stopping on the road and people getting out of their cars on the road to record this drone show it was insane i'm sure you could probably see this at least for a solid five mile radius it was amazing and so many drones so many colors so many lights just lighting up the sky because orlando is of course flat it's mostly swampland so yeah you probably had a good view of it if you were anywhere near international drive last night the pulling over and seeing the sky reminds me of people uh, looking at the shuttle launches from kennedy space center yes like absolutely (laughs) a thing that happens out here as well and so that's i guess the thing maybe people are used to but if you haven't seen something like that it's like whoa so yes the the two world records that they broke were 
most drones to create a flag <laughs> and most drones to create a logo. So congratulations on your two <laughs> world records sky elements. And I think for them to do these this drone show, what a way to advertise your product. Like just show it to people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just do the show here. I mean, everybody was talking about it. So amazing. Let's move on to today, which was day three, Thursday. For me, I had more time to really explore the expo because there were a lot less of these conferences happening. Not that I don't love the conferences, but that they take up so much of the day when you're covering all of them. I mean, we just ran from conference to conference and in between it was like, oh, there's that booth. Oh, there's that, you know, but we didn't get to like stop and really look. And today was that day for me. So the very first thing I did was I went over to see the FBF Visa new coaster and got a ride in on that. I ran into one of my friends from Dino's Wonder Wheel, DJ. Uh, it was great seeing you. And I uh, got to ride that coaster over there. And that was really fun. And I heard that Malibu Jacks actually bought it. So that was cool to hear. I also got to meet Allison Timberlake from a company called LAI Games Interactive. They debuted three new games. And I actually got a great interview with her, which once again will be on our social media and got to play their virtual rabbits game. And she told me, this is interesting, I promise, coaster enthusiasts, that this is a game, virtual rabbits, with six roller coaster, virtual roller coaster games. So the question remains, does it count as a roller coaster credit? You'll have to watch the interview. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Doug has got something on the tip of his tongue. What did you want to say, Doug? No, just watch the interview. I, I have opinions on it. I loved it. It was so awesome. <laughs> but watch the video on it. Yeah, it was super fun and very realistic. There's wind blowing in your face, plus VR, plus the leg ticklers, I guess, and your seats moving and and yeah, I, the, the screen above you was showing everybody who was watching you sitting in the car what was happening. It's just amazing, the, the world. And that company's been around since like the 50s. They started with pinball machines, and now here they are. So that was really cool. Again, just like someone who I, I, I was so excited to be able to meet just walking around the show floor. Doug then introduced me to some people. He found me and said, you have to come by this booth that I just found. It's the L. L3 DFX booth. They won second place in a booth. Did you know that you can win a Brass Ring Award, which is presented by IAPA Expos, for excellence in the amusement industry, but they also have an award for best booth. And so they won second place in their booth category. And yeah, tell me in your words about walking by this booth for the first time. It was definitely a well-deserved award. Yeah, I was just walking by on my way to another booth and it caught my eye. It looked like it was made of wood and it was like a lodge like kind a of cabin. thing. Yeah, yeah, a cabin. And it was, but it was like kind of enchanted. And you know, there was something magical happening inside. And I like peeped through in there and there was this dragon head fireplace with like the fire was in the dragon's mouth. And uh, yeah, it was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Jessica needs to see this. And then once I went inside, then I discovered that all the cool, creative, awesome things that they do, they worked on, they oh, created yeah. the Frozen 2 float for the happily, or sorry, the um, Magic Happens. Yeah, Magic yeah, Happens for Parade at Disneyland. Disneyland fans, the Magic Happens Parade. 
right? You know which float I'm talking about. When that Frozen 2 float comes around and you see that huge ice sculpture, it's just absolutely breathtaking. And so to hear that they were the people who, who helped put that float together and they actually told us, of course, this is all in the interview. So again, watch when that comes out. But they actually came up with the patent for, they created a resin that resembles ice that doesn't cloud and is self-extinguishing like what like and just so amazing to know like you know you think that the, the park that you're at probably just creates their flows and to hear that there's like companies brought in to do these things like mm-hmm. that was so absolutely incredible and they were such amazing people thanks Kristen and Jessica uh, for your hospitality there and Corey Today, you were also working on social media and walking around as well. And you saw a lot of really amazing things. A Tell lot. me what you saw. Where to start? So, well, first of all, I'd like to start with a fun fact that you may or may not know about IAPA. Did you know at the IAPA Expo at the Orange County Convention Center, if you were to start on one side and walk up and down each of the aisles, by the time you got to the end, you will have walked nine miles. What? <laughs> yes. Nine miles. So that's almost that's, a half marathon. Half marathon is thirteen point one. There's just so much to see. And in saying that, I got to explore a lot today. A lot of it was attractions and rides. There's some new flat rides that are being released next year. A spinning hydraulic drop tower. Of course, the twist and shout spinning coaster by SBF Visa, which we all got to ride. But then there's so much more to IAPA than the attractions. There was virtual reality. There were animatronics. There were holiday decorations. There's just so much to see. Oh, and the food is also great. Yeah. There's a lot of vendors that have Midway food, Icy's. Yeah. Got, got a chance to get a free Icy today. Did you get the Icy cookie? I did. I did get the Icy Blue cookie. Blue raspberry or cherry? Cherry. <laughs> it was delicious. So it's a sugar cookie branded to Icy and flavored like an Icy. Yes, exactly. And I'd say it kind of tasted like a cherry ice cream in a way. Yeah, it was, it was delicious though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I walked around, saw a lot of that. I got to actually ride the new flat ride by Zamperla, the Go Bounce, which is basically like these colorful monster trucks that rotate and bounce up and down. It almost reminded me of like the kangaroo at Kennywood. Like there was a bounce and a free fall section. And then you did a TikTok about all this that's on Ace's TikTok, right? About Yes, at ride underscore with underscore Ace to throw it back in there. But yes, if you see our TikTok, you'll see all the fun things that I went around and saw and some of the hidden gems from IAPA that you may or may not have heard of over the last two days because, you know, we've been bringing you all these great announcements and all the fun press conferences that were going on. So you've likely already seen all the major things that were happening, but it was nice to go around and get a real feel of the show and what else there is to offer and some of the stuff that you may not see. Yeah, that was my day. It was awesome seeing some of that. Yeah. Being there today, there was just a moment where I was looking around just seeing all like from the brakes, like booths, booths about brakes, like, you know what I mean? And then of course wheels, but then also just like money machines or like double-sided lockers as seen on Velasco, as seen, you know what I mean? All these different, <laughs> as seen at Dr. Diabolicals. And then of course, like the huge things, like being able to sit in train cars, but it just made me so excited for the industry like this industry is not going anywhere if anything it's only getting better and better and it's just so exciting and I love 
that everybody, the Brass Ring Awards, the way that IAPA celebrates the industry and the people who are part of the industry and the, the, the way that people are proud of getting something like that and, and proud of their industry and talking about how they're excited for the future. One of those people who I talked to was over at the Skyline booth, and that was Dan Lavelle. Daniel Lavelle, it was so great talking to you. We sat in the Piscetti Bowl car, which was on the Aurora track, which just won first place for best new product. And Daniel talked to me all about it, and I have his interview for you. Enjoy. Here with Skyline Attractions, Daniel Lavelle. Daniel, how's IAPA Expo going for you? It's absolutely incredible. You know, I've gone to IAPA for almost 18 years now, and I've always been on the media side of it, but now I'm actually working in the booth, which is a 180 degree difference. So it's really exciting to actually be working for Skyline here at IAPA 2023. What's your title now with Skyline? So I am the site slash build supervisor for them. So basically, whenever we get a contract for a new ride, say at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, or Six Flags Over Georgia, I have been with the project from the very get-go from the very first piece of steel that was cut all the way until when riders are actually on the train. Do you like your job? It's the best job. <laughs> I, I literally can say that I have waited my entire life to be able to physically build roller coasters with my hands and I now have that opportunity here with Skyline. I always like to ask because I know that we have some listeners who and watchers who would love to do something like what you do. What's your best advice for them? Don't give up. There's many a times where in the industry I wish I would have started earlier or something like that you got to choose a start point and just go from there you're going to have a lot of doors closed on your face and whatnot but as long as you have the will and the drive to keep going and you know what you want for your goals and successes you can make it happen i truly believe in this industry anything that you want you can make it happen with just the right amount of effort and time i guess you could say i love that and i've heard that from so many people and that's really inspiring thank you for sharing that absolutely well let's get back to skyline shall right. we <laughs> so this has been a really exciting year for skyline yep. oh my goodness let's talk first about Piscetti and Kid Flash coming out both in Texas and in Georgia. What has that been like this year? So having both of those attractions going in at the same time was very challenging, but it was very rewarding being able to work on both of them. We were getting stuff prepperized for, say, Texas and Georgia at the same time, and we learned a lot from Texas in our first install about what works, what doesn't work, and then we applied it to Georgia. As you may know, we built these coasters very quickly. Yeah. Texas was 17 days. In Georgia, we did it in eight eight days so i mean that's incredible and unheard of when it comes into the industry as to how quickly you can manufacture and get these rides open and operating that's really amazing honestly and so this was the uh family coaster of course yep. we are sitting in it right now i guess i should mention it looks amazing by the way let's talk a little bit about um zambezi zinger okay so zambezi zinger is uh obviously a gci project skyline attractions does a lot of the engineering side of it so from the ride center line to the supports, all that sort of stuff. Skyline takes care of the design and engineering of that. Of course, we had some of our team members go out there for the uh, install, and they were on site doing testing, making sure everything was going in accordance. But that's what Skyline does, is they work directly hand in hand with GCI to build these fantastic roller coasters. While I have been here in this booth, I of course walked by this beautiful model that you have here in the corner, this gorgeous coaster model. Uh, that's the Trailblazer model, correct? Trail Runner. Trail so, Runner. So Trail Runner is basically 
our bigger version of our Pischetti coaster. If you notice with our Pischetti coasters, they have two wheels on the bogey system. So you have your running road wheel and you have kind of a guide slash upstop wheel. Trail Runner actually has that third upstop wheel. So it's meant for more dynamic forces, a higher thrill rate. I mean, the ENF models that we have for our Pischetti coasters are already what I would consider family thrill level, but Trail Runner is going to be the one that's actually true family thrill to upper thrills in a sense. And the fact that it actually goes along the terrain and guides with the trees in between boulders and stuff, I think it's going to be a neat addition whenever somebody actually does get one. Well, they better get on it because I, I want to ride it. It looks absolutely amazing. And then finally, did I hear that there was some sort of award that was recently given? To yeah, Skyler? actually, we're incredibly proud of it. So we just won the Brass Ring Award for first place for new product under $3 million, which would be our ENF coasters and our Pischetti coasters. So it's a very exciting time for Skyline. We're very honored to have it. Jeff Pike and Chris Gray have been wearing their lanyard with the little Brass Ring you know, award on it. The yeah, you time. should. So, and we've had a lot of good interest from people coming over just because we won that brass ring. So it's rewarding in multiple senses where I can now say that I did something good enough that earned a brass ring. And all the other engineers and guys a part of the Skyline can also pat themselves on the back and be like, we did this. And it works and people like it. You have absolutely many reasons to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so happy to be with Skyline. It's, it's been an opportunity that, again, I've been waiting to do my entire life. And they gave me that chance. Daniel, where would you like to see Skyline going in the future? I want it everywhere. I mean, I, I, obviously, that's what a manufacturer would want to say, but I would love to be able to see these at smaller parks. The best thing I can really say is I look at myself as a younger enthusiast, you know? And if I were to ride one of these when I was younger, man, I would have been lapping that thing left and right. Yeah. My mom would not have been able to like pull me off the ride. And that's what I want to see is I want to see the young coaster enthusiasts get their kind of start on those coasters and then it's only going to progress and I, I can honestly say because of Ace and whatnot I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't because of you guys I started out doing media events and whatnot because of Ace and I want some coaster enthusiasts that are able to ride some of these coasters to join Ace and be able to get that same kind of experience I mean you heard it here everybody that was the I, I mean I couldn't have said it better myself Daniel thank you so much for letting me hang out here in the Pischetti Bowl and uh, thank you for your support of Ace and we absolutely love Skyline and uh, we're looking forward to what's next Fingers crossed, we'll be at a park near Euston. Daniel had such nice things to say about Ace, so we would be remiss if we did not mention how amazing the Ace booth was this year has been. First of all, if you stop by the Ace booth, here's what you can expect. There's a fabulous backdrop. There is a car that was created for us by PTCI with these two teddy bears. Does anybody know the origin of the teddy bears? Or are they just awesome and so they're there? <laughs> Been, this is like their set year, second year there. I don't know. Elizabeth might know Maddie. They... <laughs> you could ask someone about the teddy bears. Yeah. It just occurred to me. But we also have some of the awards there from CoasterCon. We have a great video just showing some of our awesome events that people put together that just look so good. Our team just looks amazing. And then, of course, we have things that we're giving away. All the things that we're giving away. What? Roller Coaster Magazine, which you said, Elizabeth said they 
that's what everybody wants. They yes. all are taking the roller coaster yes, magazine. We've right? been constantly running low on the roller coaster and magazines. And even more were published this year than previous years, I think. Yes. That's so great. And of course, the pins. It's Ace's mm-hmm. 45th year. And so there's adorable 45 year pins. And then, of course, the coasters, which just make me laugh. I love it. The coaster coasters. Right. Like a drink coaster that say American Coaster Enthusiast on it. You can just come by the booth and pick one up. And of course, luggage tags. Who doesn't need luggage tags for when they're traveling to all these theme parks? So just some really great merch at our booth that we are literally giving away. And it's such a fun booth to stop by. And let me tell you, everybody does. If you just hang out at our booth for a little bit, you're going to run into coaster manufacturers. Just stop and by to see their friends and talk coasters with us for a little while. It seems like they've had all these meetings and they have to talk business and then they come over here and they just like want to talk to their friends about coasters and train cars. And I love that. And that's so fun. And they point over our shoulder at the videos playing from different events and they're like, oh, did you get to ride that? What do you think? And it's just anytime you walk by there, you can have a conversation with coasters about someone conversation with someone about coasters (laughs) you can have a conversation with someone about coasters and it's just a really fun booth to be in and like i said all so many people have stopped by including park presidents as did jeffrey sieber from six flags fiesta texas who of course i took the opportunity to pull him aside and look back on his year and what he's looking forward to at six flags fiesta texas in 2024 here is that interview right now for you Look who it is. It's Jeffrey Siebert from Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, the park president. How is your IAPA Expo going? It is going sixtastic. We are very excited about all the fun stuff that's on the show floor this year, all the new innovations, and of course, all the innovations that we've been able to debut at Fiesta, Texas as well. It's been a lot of fun. It's been an awesome year for Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, maybe also because of certain certain something. Why? That what do you mean? What do you Magically saying? showed up in your park it, this Maybe, year? yes. Our friends at Skyline did a fantastic job, not only with a really fun innovative ride experience but of course the Aurora LED package is absolutely breathtaking and outstanding it's really really cool to it's see stunning we've actually got a Pischetti bowl here at uh, Skyland there's a, a ride car in the booth that is just absolutely gorgeous and it's got the package on it just gives everybody a little idea of what's that been like what's it been like for the park to get that oh my gosh it's, it's been really really fun it's part of our ongoing multi-generational strategy our guests definitely know Six Flags as Big Thrills because that's the name above the door but also we want to make sure that all thrill seekers have an equal opportunity for fun and excitement. Not everyone necessarily wants to go 120 miles an hour, but there's lots of folks that truly are Kid Flash will be their version of King Dakar. They they absolutely love it. And the other cool thing with this innovation is the train design. Not only is it a really cool single rail coaster, but also you can easily sit next to either your child, another adult. It's really accommodating for any guest to enjoy. And the fact that you're racing and dueling really, really is cool. But it really is part of that ongoing need that we have to really make sure that everyone in the family can enjoy really fun thrills together. It's been a big year for a lot of Six Flags news, but I specifically want to talk about your park. Not just Kid Flash, of course, but Wonder Woman. Talk about Wonder Woman coming to the park. Oh my gosh, there's been all kinds of improvements that we've really made over these past several years. The third train for the Iron Rattler, when we installed Cliffhanger, it has four trains, complete new boomerang from Vacoma, renovation, enhancements, mag brakes, second train for that, but really one of the cool things we're working on now is really our Wonder Woman enhancement. We actually had a phase one earlier this summer that we redid the rides, controls and mechanical and structural 
structural improvements, but the more exciting thing for our fans and guests is coming up this year, we're getting a second generation train design that will now be launched on Wonder Woman, and she'll look more spectacular than ever. Still be extremely crazy, which is great, but just a smoother, more fun, more comfortable ride for our guests. So we're excited to do that also for the 24th season. So excited, and just Wonder Woman in general. We just love Wonder Woman. Everyone loves Wonder Woman. Right? Yes, who doesn't love Wonder Woman? So I'm glad that she'll be represented well yes, continually right. in the park, of course. Talk about the events that have been happening at Six Flags this year. Well, as you know, we, we love events. Not only do we love events, but food equals love. So we've been constantly offering upgraded food and food options, and upcoming is our most beloved time of the year. Not only was Fright Fest fantastic and Mardi Gras and the other signature events that we've had, our new fireworks with drone shows that we've added, but really the most magical time is Holiday in the Park. And this year, the park is more decorated than ever before. Brand new signature musical shows, a brand new Christmas Carol production is about to launch. Lots of new food options, millions of lights. It's just going to look absolutely spectacular. It's hard to believe that it begins very soon this holiday season. It's right around the corner. I, just, I think I just got a press release about it. There was something that came in my email, so I'm really excited. I can't <laughs> wait. I love all of the events at Six Flags. Fright Fest was incredible this year. That's awesome. And what have you got going on for 2024? Well, as you know, we do not like to rest. As the old adage is, there's no rest for the weary, and we are not pausing at all. We've already begun construction on the largest DC Universe expansion ever in our park's history. And in fact, when it's all said and done, it will be the largest DC Universe at any park at Six Flags and in, in North America. It's just absolutely going to be spectacular. Not only are we adding signature new rides and attractions that really do focus on that multi-generational aspect, but it also gives us a great opportunity to redo some classic rides and bring new life to them. Our Skyscraper becoming Supergirl, our great other kids' coasters becoming Batgirl, Poison Ivy is being introduced to the mix, Penguin's going to show up his, his rear head, Green Lantern, but the three new rides are really spectacular, provided by Zamperla Rides, uh, Nebulas, a great new drop tower experience that'll be themed to Shazam, and of course, the real signature attraction is a brand new monorail experience called the Metropolis Transit Authority, where our guests will be able to ride high in comfort and style, 20 feet in the air, aboard really cool encapsulated Art Deco trains that will give you a great aerial view as you tour the new DC Universe area. I like to think that the DC characters came and just like took over the park and they just... The villains. Yeah, it's the villains. <laughs> the villains, that's exactly what they do. That's why Poison Ivy, you know, she got in. Penguin waddled his way in. And uh, luckily there's a great arsenal of superheroes like our cyborg attraction, other attractions that will keep those villains at bay. But, you know, we will have to wrestle with them periodically just to make sure everyone's having fun and contained. They're tough. They're tough. They those are villains. tough crowd. Penguin, is, Penguin is a tough crowd. Of course, there's Joker. He's always taunting our guests, trying to spray <laughs> laughing gas on all of them. As you can see, operating these parks sometimes is just challenging with all these villains running around. Well, I have to say, I'm glad that you brought that up because I follow you on social media. And if you're not following Jeffrey Siebert on social media, you are seriously missing out because you have so <laughs> you have so much fun. You had so much fun with your reveals of everything this year and your countdowns of things like that. You're just absolutely a blast to, to follow. It seems like you have like such a great energy and just a love for what you do. Is it is it real? It, as, you, as you can imagine, doing it for 30 years, it, yes, it's real, or else that would have waned long, long ago. It really is. We, myself, and our park team have great pride in taking care of other human beings. We absolutely love our guests. We want to do good. The world outside of our gates is crazy, gets more challenging for many folks every single day, but you know what? Not with us, and not when we're together. And we want to make sure that we truly love our guests and show them a true magical time and make the park just shine so when they come, they're forgetting the day-to-day 
day-to-day worries that we all have outside of our gates, but not when we're together. I love that. That's amazing. Well, Jeffrey, I'm really excited about the future of Six Flags, the future of Six Flags Fiesta Texas, and it sounds like it's going to be a really exciting year coming up. And if you are here tomorrow at the last day of the IAPA Expo, make sure you check out Dr. Diabolical Car is here. Have you sat in it or you've sat in it enough times? Oh my gosh, I've ridden it <laughs> countless times, but it's, but it's cool because it's the first at seven across. So again, the nerd in me as well, one of the reasons because it's the only B&M right now on planet Earth actually has a centerline seat. So if you truly want to ride in the middle of the rail, right now there's only one and one coaster only you can ride of B&M's and that's Dr. Diabolical's cliffhanger. So come see that seven seat configuration here in person at the show. And hopefully you don't have to fight your family for who gets that center seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that would happen with me. Anyway, Jeffrey, thank you so much for taking the time oh gosh, to talk to pleasure. Ace today. We really appreciate all you've done for Ace and let us know if Ace can do anything else for you. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks. See you guys around the park. You just never know who you're going to run into at the IAPA Expo. It has been such an amazing three days so far. Every day there has been just something fascinating. We're learning. We're making friends, making connections, hearing so many nice things about Ace. Haven't you all just had such a great vibe from people about Ace? Yeah, it's so nice to hear like all these industry professionals and see all these ACE members who didn't realize they were ACE members. Everyone loves ACE and it's so good to see and hear. Yeah, I've really loved it, especially it being my first year here. Like I'll I find that I'll introduce myself to someone and I'll say, you know, I'm the production manager for the ACE podcast. And nine times out of 10, the very first thing they say is, oh, we love you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been great. It's been so great. And I can't wait to see what happens on the last day. And listeners, don't you worry. We've got you covered. I will absolutely be making another podcast right after tomorrow and letting you know everything that happened and also getting a full recap of the week from the perspective of our president, Elizabeth Ringus. Thank you both, Doug and Corey, for being back on the podcast with me tonight and taking some time out of your night after very exhausting three days. Final thoughts? One more day to go. And thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. If you haven't been to IAP Expo, make sure you get here next year, either in a volunteer capacity or however you can. This is just the best week ever. What he said. <laughs> and listeners, if we haven't said it already, ridewithace.com and find us on all of the social medias. Thanks for listening. We hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit ridewithace.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.